Hey, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. Welcome to Local First Podcast, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to tell their inspiring stories about them and about their business so you can learn more about them. Just a reminder, this podcast is made possible by Home Solutions Realty. I'd really appreciate it if you would forward the podcast by sharing, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving reviews and recommendations for future guests and topics. I want to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Today on the show, we have Roger and Amanda from Tech Lab. We're going to learn about some technology networking and hopefully some other things that they have. Welcome to Local First Podcast. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's go ahead. We're going to get some take some time to get to know you guys a little bit about your business and a couple other things like that. So go ahead. Either one of you, give me a little bit about your backstory and uh, who wants to go first. Okay. Well, um, my name is Roger Heindel and I'm a Milwaukee native. I was born in West Dallas and went through the West Dallas School District, graduated and started in, at MSOE in electrical engineering. And then partway through, decided that wasn't working out and transferred to UWM and finished with a degree in film. And lo and behold, I ended up working in the tech sector anyway. So after school, I uh, worked for a videographer for a while and then ended up working for a tech company. And then after nine years, started my own business. So here we are. And it'll be 10 years in business in January. So we're oh, congratulations. 10 year anniversary. That is awesome. So what do you do? What do you mean all this business and fun? What do you do for fun? Well, outside of work, I'm involved in some volunteer stuff. We run the Wi-Fi network at the Wisconsin State Fair Park Expo Center for the Maker Fair. And um, I'm also now involved a little bit in Irish Fest. There's some volunteer work there. I'm also a ham radio operator. Oh, tell us the band. And, oh, yeah. And a member of the Wild <laughs> Test Community Band. band. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a lot. I don't, a know how you, I don't know how you get any work done. All right, Amanda, go ahead. Um, I was raised in the Fox Valley area. Um, I attended Wisconsin Lutheran College, and I have a degree in education. Um, I taught for a couple of years, and then um, my husband and had was getting his degree at Purdue University. And so I did some work in the tech field and in education. And then when we moved back five years ago, um, my husband's now a professor at Wisconsin Lutheran College. We, I was looking for a job and Roger was ready to expand his company. And so I was hired on five years ago to be his first employee. Very cool. You guys come from very diverse backgrounds. So tell me a little bit about the, the business, about Tech Lab. I mean, what, what is it all about? Well, we're a local IT company. We provide desktop computer support. We build servers and networks. Uh, we remove a lot of viruses and malware from people's PCs. Uh, we also have an in-house web developer that uh, helps our customers with their online image. We with, offer a pretty wide variety of solutions. Yeah, with the websites, we can build them, we can update them, we can recreate them, um, both the back end and the front end, and we can build them from scratch. Sometimes people use templates, but we usually prefer to build ours um, straight from scratch, um, and you're usually built off of WordPress. In addition to the computers and the websites, we also um, do networking, and uh, including Wi-Fi, setting up printers, anything regarding your network, whether it's a home business or whether it's a large corporation. And then we can host websites as well. And we have several websites that we, that we host locally. Many people prefer to have their 
website hosted locally say know where it is versus in some big data center somewhere. Okay. Now, do you do, like I heard, small business, small corporations like that? Do you work with individuals at home as well? Yes, we do. You do? And Okay. So that brings me up to what is the biggest issue or problems that people do? How can I, maybe I'm not saying it. What causes people to get the malware and viruses the most? The two most common places that people tend to get infections would be they either click on a link in an email, a malicious email, and it takes them to a site that gets their computer infected, or they give away their information inadvertently, someone that's pretending to be a legitimate company. Or the other way is uh, a lot of times um, if you visit a website that websites can get infected as well. So if it generates a pop-up that scares you into doing something, and you typically. <laughs> so what led you to um, open up uh, TechLab? I mean, what was your passion behind it? Well, the companies that I worked for previously, I didn't have the flexibility that I wanted. I had flexibility in terms of like setting my own hours and stuff, but implementation, the work environment just wasn't what I wanted. A couple of the companies didn't have employee policies that I necessarily agreed with. So I wanted to establish a company that was employee focused. All, all in all, nice to work. So. That's right. If you don't like what you're doing, start it over. Yeah. Make it your own. Very cool. So uh, let's see here. During this journey, what has it like from both of you, what has been some of your biggest challenges in life and how have you overcome them? Overcome them? Uh, well, uh, working at Tech Lab, uh, everything was in Roger's head initially, and so I had I worked very hard to pull all that information out of his head and, <laughs> and document it. Did, did a fantastic <laughs> job. Uh, so that it can be replicated by myself or by somebody else, uh, and so that has that's been a challenge. It's not the first time I faced that challenge, though. I've worked in other settings where I've had to create documentation or something like that. So, I, and then I I think too. I hadn't done a whole lot of sales before this position. And so learning how to network and how to sell a company, first of all, learn what the company was all about and what we all could accomplish. And then from there, take that and be able to sell that to others uh, in a network setting or, or beyond. Um, and so I, I know I've grown a lot that way as well. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Roger? Well, my background is not in business. So, and actually not a, not a whole lot of my family runs their own businesses. Most uh, people that I'm closest to uh, either work for other companies or have spouses that do the same. So I didn't have a whole lot of business background, although the first IT company that I worked for was also a small business startup. So I did get a lot of on-the-job experience from that company, which I'm grateful for. But a lot of it has just been trial and error. Nice. And we've, I'm happy to say that almost 10 years and we're still here and we're That's good. It, I so. like that. It's yeah. a, good, a good story. If you could go back in time to start your business or career, uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? I would, sell, I would say that you're on the right track and regardless of the decisions you make, you're doing the right thing. Keep it up. Keep it up. Don't quit. Don't quit. And you, Amanda? I would probably say no matter what opportunity or whatever happens, another opportunity will, will present itself. Okay. So the old philosophy is, what does it go? A door closes, closes the window, window opens. opens. Yeah. Something like yep. that. There yep. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get, let, let the listeners know more about uh, you and your businesses and give me three to five things that a potential client would want to know and why they would come to you. We're service centric would be one of them. 
And so we're going to focus on what the client needs and what, and we're not going to go in and install something else. Um, if they already have a computer or a server in place, we're going to work with their existing equipment instead of just pulling it out and saying, this is the equipment you should have. So that's one thing that sets us apart and why some people should come to us in that way. Right. And what I like to tell people is that in the tech industry, there's always 10 or 15 different technologies to solve the same problem. Mm -hmm. But whether or not some of those work for you is what we as a consulting company will help you sift through. Like for instance, there's a whole bunch of different ways to set up just file sharing on a typical network. And whether it's cloud-based or in-house, um, there might be a reason that we go with one system over the other because you travel a lot or you're out visiting customers a lot and you need access to your information versus if uh, the majority of your staff needs access to files at the company, it may make sense to have an in-house solution instead. Okay, very cool. Let's go back in the time machine when you thought, wow, I'm making a difference. Something that means something to you. Tell me a story. Well, I recently worked for a medical company that has their residents live at the facility while they're getting treatment or whatever their condition might be. And this is a nationwide company. They have a number of locations and they provide Wi-Fi service to the staff and to the residents. And they were having trouble where information was not communicating properly. And I was able to solve the problem at their Milwaukee facility. And they ended up rolling it to all 29 of their facilities nationwide. And you know, in a situation where it's a medical facility, information is critical to them. So if the information isn't getting through, that could be the difference between them making a decision about a medication or it could potentially be life-threatening. So having the ability for their systems to communicate properly was incredibly important. And then it's also a benefit to their residents because they can also watch their Netflix. <laughs> that's, that's the most important thing, right? Of course. <laughs> All right. What about you, Amanda? I was I was thinking about it, and it's nice to be able to help the businesses and corporations, but it's also nice to help the individuals. There was one situation that I know Rogers worked on, and, and I have one too, but that he worked with a person who had Parkinson's, and he made his computer accessible so that the person who was shaking and struggling to use his computer, he can now use his computer. And he was also, this client was also concerned about his aid, and so we made it so that both of them could use the computer. So looking at individuals that way and helping them. In the last couple of years, we've also had an opportunity at Tech Lab to volunteer our time and work with individuals at assisted living communities and basically help these seniors navigate the internet, navigate email, and work on those things. And they're just they're so grateful. And you go back a couple. We've we've done like three to four sessions each time, and you form a little bit of a relationship with them. And they're just, they're excited and glad to have you there. And so that definitely has shown me that you're making a difference that way. That really sounds rewarding there. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Okay. Let's get to know you guys a little bit more. Are there any day-to-day -day practice that have contributed to your success and happiness? What do you guys do? I have a daily meditation that I do. Working in IT is very, it can be very stressful, especially if you have a server goes down and the clock is ticking and uh, people needs, need access to information. So... I uh, I have a couple different apps on my phone, and one of them actually has a scheduler 
that reminds me every night before I go to bed to uh, uh, just take a few minutes and do a meditation, do some deep breathing, and it helps a lot. That's cool. Cool. I am a Christian, and I pray. Um, I'm working to read the Bible every day. Um, I also have little kids, and so that can be stressful and frustrating. So it's a good idea, too, to uh, just enjoy the little moments, whether it's at the time or whether you're thinking back, kind of as Roger said, reflecting on your day and just asking, what are you grateful for? Whether it's me as an individual, or I've, I've really enjoyed asking my son that, too, at dinner. What, what was your favorite part of your day, or what are you grateful for? And that's, that's been good, too. So. Very nice. Is there any particular book or resource that has guided you through this uh, process? Would you like to share? Well, for me, I've spent a whole ton of time reading O'Reilly books, uh, which is the one of the go-to places for technology information. And they're uh, they're very well written and they provide a lot of useful. Information. That has been a very handy resource. Very cool. Probably Simon Sinek. I'm going to say there's there's been a lot of uh, talk about Simon Sinek and discover your why and that I, I first was exposed to it in, in graduate school and I applied it to a tech lab and I said, why? Why are we doing this? What's your drive? Trying to understand it so that, again, I could explain it to others, but even just understand your personal your personal why too. And I, I'm part of a book discussion right now and they're talking about it. And so that would probably be what. That's a hard question for a lot of people. It is. Many people are able to answer the how, but they're not, and, and the what, but they're not usually able to answer why. That's good. I really like that. If you could give advice to someone starting out in your field or starting out a business or just getting started, what advice would you share with them? Jeopardy. I was thinking, I mean, especially in the IT field, there's not always women in the IT field. And so that is something uh, not to be afraid to be in the IT field, even as as a female. Um, there's definitely struggles. Not all clients want to work with you if you're a female uh, and you're viewed differently. But it's a positive thing, too. There's there's events that I can go and reach people and reach people differently than if Roger goes and, and talks to people in the same group. We'll be able to talk to different people, just different personalities, different people. So that, that was one thing I had I considered. I would say that if, if it's somebody that's looking mm -hmm. to work in IT, picking a specialty is probably important because it's such an enormous field that no one person can cover everything. It's just impossible. So find your niche. Yeah, find your niche. Find what, what really appeals to you. Like there are some people that I know that are die-hard networking guys and they configure Cisco equipment all day long and that's what they like doing and then there's other people that like working in a desktop environment for software and stuff like that so specializing is, is what I would suggest okay very I cool. think I think in addition to that because IT changes all the time you always need to be willing to learn and Absolutely. and study and and figure things out that way you so, don't, you don't want to be outdated it's continuously Correct. changing. All the time. Right. What we're doing now is completely different than what we did 10 years ago and what I did 10 years before that. Okay. So both of you, what is the one thing that's really got you fired up about the future right now? Well, I'm uh, on a personal level, I'm doing a project called ARIS with the Milwaukee Radio Amateurs Club. And um, ARIS stands for Amateur Radio on the ISS. And it's a project that NASA implemented to have students uh, be given the ability to ask an astronaut questions directly. 
So what we do is we partner with a local school and uh, we submit an application to NASA and if they approve us, NASA will actually schedule a date that the ISS is passing over us and our club will go out to the school, set up all the equipment and the antennas and we'll get on the air with an astronaut and the kids will uh, line up and ask questions and get answers directly. That is, from, so, that is so cool. I love that. From the experts. Amanda, what do you got? What are you fired up about? Uh, what am I fired up about? Come on, what um, are you fired up about? Summerfest? Summer, yeah, it starts today, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that season, summer. I think, I think we're doing some great things within our company internally so that it can launch us into the next, next phase, getting getting some more things in line and we'll be able to accept clients even faster and just get our name out even more. And I think that's pretty exciting. That is that exciting. I see, I like to see small businesses like yours growing and, and on their way to that, that next level. Uh, what is the best way for the listeners to connect with you uh, in website information, social media handles, things like that. I'll add these into the show notes as well. Sure. Well, our website is www techlabhq.com um, and we are also active on Home Advisor so which I believe is now part of Angie's list mm-hmm. uh, so you can find us on there and Amanda. we have we have social media as well our Twitter handle is at techlabhq um, and then we're on Facebook facebook.com slash techlabhq and we have a site on LinkedIn, uh, linkedin.com slash company slash tech lab Inc. So those are the main ones that we use. We also have a Google Plus page. Um, and yeah, you can always call us as well. Phone number's on the website, 414-208-4682. All right, good. All right, now let's have a little bit more fun here. So uh, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. You guys get the answer doesn't make a difference who answers them, but uh, they will get answered. But before that, you guys get to ask ask me one question. Any question. Boxers or briefs? A boxers or briefs? They're, I don't even know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He really got you. <laughs> they're not briefs, but they're not boxers. The They're kind of like sport underwear, I guess. I don't oh, know. Fascinating. Sport briefs. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that That's one. That's a new one. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a lot of meat. Okay. <laughs> Any Amanda. question? What are you fired up about? It sounds like your new stuff's happening. Oh, I'm so fired about fired up about this podcast. Uh, not only that, but there's a lot of other things on that. But more importantly, is this podcast and being able to get the word out. Um, part of this podcast is not only getting the, the local. A community to know about the businesses, but to get them to know about the individual behind the business. So then that way they can come to the podcast, get to learn about the individual behind it. So when they feel that they're going to use them, they already know them before they walk in the door or even call them. So that's what I'm really fired up about. And I think that's really going to take off. And that's what this podcast, Local First Podcast is all about. Okay. Sounds good. All right. My turn. So this is yeah, it looks this like a, a dictionary it, there. Yes, this is Tim <laughs> Ferriss's Tools of Titans, what he's done with this. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He did uh, pod, podcasting as an experiment. He's interviewed some of the most incredible people in the world. And what he did is he um, had all his podcasts transcribed, and this is all of them. And then in the back, he has his rapid fire questions, so I don't have to make up my own. I'm going to use it even yeah. better. So. What is something, either one of you guys, what is something that's really weird or unsettling that happens to you on a regular basis? 
I, I was thinking when I get bit by mosquitoes, I can swallow up, but that's not that uncommon. Many people have that now. <laughs> Settling. Weird around saying something that happens to you on a regular basis that you just go, ah, I'll give you one of my, I, this is something that happens to me on a regular basis. And I tell people about it and they think I'm crazy until they drive around with me. If we're going to drive under a, a bridge that has a train tracks on it, there will be a train on it or there'll be a train going across it and it freaks me out. Because <laughs> every time you do it? Every time. I probably 90% of the time that I drive underneath train tracks, there's a train either sitting up there or going by and people think I'm crazy about it, but when they drive with me and they see it, now they know. I have to say <laughs> that I'm the opposite type of personality. I don't think, I, I'm not the type of person that has issues with like Friday the 13th or anything. So, or um, actually, you know what? I did think of something. If a high-rise building does not have a 13th floor because of the stigma with it, that is one of my picks. There should be a 13th floor. There should be a 13th floor. There should be a 13th floor. Because even if there, there's not one. Goes to 12 to 14. <laughs> there's still a 13th floor. Yeah. It's just not a number. <laughs> even, even if they have HVAC equipment on there and nobody's living there, it's still, still a 13th 30 floor. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, okay, uh, let's see here. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, what obsessions do you guys explore on the evenings or weekends? I'm all radios. So yeah. I have a couple different uh, radios that I experiment with and learn communication and work on. I have a couple of, uh, they're called SDR radios or software defined radio that we use for lab purposes. And I'm just really interested in how radio propagates and moves around the planet and how we all communicate. That's cool. That's, that amazes me sometimes and how that, that can get around there and, and you don't see it. Mm -hmm. uh, my evenings and weekends are probably filled with children and family and doing stuff that way. Uh, we like to play games. My son's getting into games and we like to, to do that. Yeah, I have, a, I have a Mary Kay business as well. And so I work on that on the weekends. Oh, nice. Sounds like fun. So let's wrap this up here. Any ask or request from the audience and any last parting words? Seeing as we're here for Tech Lab, I would like to say that not every IT company is the same. And it, you don't have to be forced to go to Geek Squad because that's all you know. Um, there's a lot of IT companies out there and that are, that are local and small businesses. And it'd be great if you're able to support one of those when you have a computer need. A lot of people are afraid of computers um, and they're just like, we just want them to work. And so if if that's kind of where you fall, then it'd be advisable to, to talk to a professional, especially if you're struggling in a computer issue, just like you would talk to a professional about your car or a doctor or anything like that. That way it doesn't get worse and we can help you when things are small and that, that way the problem doesn't balloon out of control. Especially our customers and if if one of your listeners is not currently a customer, if you get into a situation where uh, your computer starts acting up or you get a notification you don't understand, we always take short phone calls mm -hmm. and give people advice on what to do. Don't be afraid to call because not every phone call is going to cost you much. That's right. You know, that's nice to have that personal touch, knowing that they can reach out to someone that's local and be able to help them out like that. That is so cool. Right. Thank you guys for being on the show so much. Again, make sure you reach out to Roger and Amanda at techlabhq.com to get more information. Um, thanks for being on the show today, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you.